Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne podcast. We pray this stirs you into a deeper relationship with Jesus and equips you to live a heaven on earth lifestyle daily. Enjoy. Okay, y'all. The Lord gave me four pages, so it's not going to be quick. <laughs> I'm going to try to make it quick anyway. So um, when Pastor Johnny asked me to speak on um, giving, um, the Lord said... <laughs> the gift of giving, and um, he gave me a small word, well, he actually gave me two words, and he told me to read one before and one at the end, so I'm going to read this word first, and he said, my children need to learn to wait on me, they do not seek me about their day, their jobs, their marriages, their children, their finances, but when they fail at their attempts of doing it in their own strength, it is then that they seek me for help. If they would seek me for guidance, then they wouldn't need help fixing it because my plan is the perfect plan. Do not make decisions in a haste. Do not make decisions on emotions or anger, for those are all from the enemy, and they only bring destruction. So seek me first, and all things will be given unto you. And so I know we all know the faithful scriptures of Luke 6:38 that says give and you will receive your gift will return to you in full pressed down shaken together to make room for more running over and poured into your lap the amount you give will determine the amount you give back and so right here he urged me to tell you all about this um, a couple months ago I um, I went somewhere and um, they were asking for us to sew into something. And um, I was sitting there, I was like, okay, I'm going I'm to give this amount. And then I heard the Lord say, no, you're going to double it. And I was like, okay, Lord, I trust you. That's a big amount, but I'm going to do it. So I gave into it. And uh, two weeks later, <laughs> I woke up <coughs> to a large amount in my bank account. And I was not expecting it. We had no idea we were going to get it. Um, my husband, um, he works for Dow. And um, originally he worked for DuPont. And um, they sold to Dow. And uh, Dow decides to give bonuses. So we had no idea we were getting this bonus. But the Lord knew. And I was like, wow, Lord. And he was like, that's that 60-fold. I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> so um, so anyway, so uh, in Malachi 3.8, it says, Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When did we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. You are under a curse, for your whole nation has been cheating me. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So that passage uh, just really shows you that no matter what you're going through in life, what situation you're facing, he's going to rebuke your devourer. 
He's going to make sure that you have plenty. He even tells you to try and put him to the test. The only time in the Bible he says that. So uh, I would encourage you to try him because I have time and time again. <laughs> and so um, let me see. Sorry, I lost my place. So yeah, there's been many times in my life that I was obedient because I knew he said to put him to the test and I trusted him, you know, when um, when he would tell me to do stuff. And um, one day I was in my backyard and I was looking at my garden and um, there was these bugs on my tomato plants. And I was just like, oh, wow, I need to get something to spray on them. And then I just heard the Lord, like, why do you need to spray them? So I just spoke his word. I said, you know, I, I went back to that scripture of, you know, he, <laughs> he says, you, you know, if you're a faithful tither, then your crops will be abundant and you will guard, he will guard them from insects and disease. So I spoke his word over the garden and I declared it. The next morning I went out there and all the bugs were gone. I mean, there was like no bug in sight on my tomato plants and they were just thriving and gorgeous. And I was like, wow, thank you, Lord. I know we speak his word, but, you know, then you go, okay, Lord, I spoke your word, you know. But then when he actually does it, I mean, that's just exciting y'all especially when you know I love my garden so I'm like get off my get off my tomatoes so <laughs> um so um you know uh he always he you know he says remind him of his word speak his word over your situation and tell the mountain to move but you need to be obedient in, with his word you can't just say okay your word says you will protect my cr crops from insects and disease but they've they fail to read the beginning of the passage that says, you have cheated me of my tithes and offerings. And if you do, if you bring them into my temple, then I will pour out a blessing so great that you will have enough room to take it in. People want the blessings, but they, they don't want to live by his commandments. And tithing is a commandment. And so, uh, you know, I... If you want his word to work, then you have to abide by his laws and commands. He, you know, um, you know, we can't just be out here doing whatever we want and then expect the, the word to work in our life. You know, um, you have to follow the instructions that he gave us because when we don't tithe and we're being disobedient, then it stops his hands from blessing us. And um, anyway. I really don't, <laughs> the Lord made me talk about, he wants me to talk about things, but I'm like, I, I really don't like, I normally, you know, I get excited, but I don't like going around telling, you know, everything that happens to me because that's just not who I am. But, um, you know, he says, when you are a faithful tither and you're sowing seed, you're going to reap what you sow. And if you're sowing nothing, then you're going to reap nothing. I went, uh, one time I went to the dentist and um, I had an implant that he had to repair because um, it had fell out. And um, I was sitting there, and he was like, you know, you're going to need another one back there, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it free of charge. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, Merry Christmas. 
that's a $2,000 implant. And I was like, wow, Lord, thank you. You know, and um, I just got tears in my eyes. I thanked him for the blessing. And uh, he was like, no, thank you for letting me work on your mouth because he's, you know, he's been working on my mouth for years. And, but that's not the first time he's ever blessed me. The very first time I ever went and seen this uh, specialist, I went in there and I had to have this procedure done. And um, I actually talked to the Lord on the way there. I was like, Lord, you know, my insurance is maxed on what I, I was allowed for the year because I had a lot of work done. And I have to pay cash for this. So, Lord, I just need you to come through here because I'm faithful tither. And I tell him his word all the time. So <laughs> I get there and I go in there and he comes in, he looks in my mouth and he's trying to, you know, he starts telling me what he's got to do. And and uh, he was like, well, but, you know, you're paying cash. So I'm going to give you a four hundred dollar discount. I was like, well, thank you, Lord. You know, I didn't say anything to him. I, well, I did tell him thank you. But then after I left there, I knew where the blessing came from. And so I just I just kept thanking him, you know, for for all the blessings that he's given me. And um, so when we're obedient with his word and he wants to bless us, he wants us to open. He wants to open up the windows and pour out a blessing that we don't have enough room for. Oftentimes, I'll just sit in my chair in the living room and I'll um I just thank him for everything in my home. I just sit around and look at all the things that I've been able to have, and I'll just thank him. And one morning I was sitting there, and um, I just thought about these. I, I don't know why it came to my mind. It might have been the Lord, but uh, I was just thinking about all those little kids like in Africa and how they just run, and they're just so excited because you're just bringing them a loaf of bread, you know, and uh, a lot of people just take things for granted. You know, and I'm on always thanking him for, you know, my home and my cars and everything. And um, the Lord has blessed me to where I don't, my cars are paid for it and my house is paid for. And um, I don't really have a whole lot that, you know, um, that we have to worry about. But that's because of him, you know. Um the very first time I, I remember the Lord, I was walking with him, and I um, I heard him say for me to give an amount. And it was around Christmas time at that time, and I was fairly new as a Christian, and I was just like, I can't do it. And I left the church, and I, I felt so horrible. And I just started telling the Lord how sorry I was for not being obedient, because that's really a big thing with me is to be obedient. And it, I mean, it's not on top of the tithing. I don't like to disappoint the Lord. So I was really tore up about it. And I was like, Lord, whatever you tell me to do from now on, I'm going to do it. And I've just done that. Like, and after that, it was like, I get so excited. I mean, I would get so excited. Like, as soon as I would wake up in the morning and our checks would hit the account, like, I'm sending it. I, like, it's gone. Like, I don't care if it's 3 o'clock in the morning. As soon as I look at it, I'm like, okay, that goes first. You know, and so that's just the way that I had started doing after that. So anyway, let me get where I was. <laughs> I think I went past this page. <coughs> well, there was one thing in here. Like, my niece had asked me one time, uh, 
she was like, Aunt Wendy, why do you, how do you do it? She was like, you, you do all of this stuff. You go on vacations. Your kids are in sports, and uh, you know you don't you don't ever lack for anything. And I told her, I said, I tithe. And that's the Lord has always taken care of us and protected us. And I've never had to worry about anything. He's always provided for us. And I, I mean, I promise, I'm not meaning this in a bragging way. The Lord basically had to pull teeth to get me to say these things because I don't, I don't like telling about all that stuff. But um, so, uh, let me see. I'm sorry, y'all. I lost my spot. Huh? So the Lord had spoke to me about speaking about thankfulness, and he led me to Leviticus. And um, what I continued to see in Leviticus was even though we don't bring blood offerings anymore because we have Jesus, he showed me the offerings were the finest, the best choice of your flock, your first choice, no defects, not cheap or unimportant because he deserves the best and the best of the best, and Abraham would bring him the finest. He would bring him the best of the best, the first choice, um, and he was blessed. He was wealthy, and uh, but, and that's because Abraham was obedient to what the Lord told him to do. And in Genesis 12, 1 through 3, he said to Abraham, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and, may, uh, and curse those who curse you. And Oh, wait, sorry. Curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on the earth will be blessed through you. So I'm like, yay, I have Abraham's blessings. We're blessed through Abraham because we are the seed of Abraham. When Abraham left in Genesis 13, 1 says, So Abraham left Egypt and traveled north into ne Negev. And if that's not right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Along with his wife and Lot and all they owned. Abram was very rich in livestock, silver and gold. From Negev, they continued traveling by stages toward Bethel. And they pitched their tents between Bethel and Ai, where they had camped before. This was the same place where Abraham had built the altar, and there he worshipped the Lord again. Lot, who was traveling with Abram, had also become very wealthy with flocks of sheep and goats, herd of cattle, and many tents. And Abraham would take the best, the finest, the firstborn. He would offer them as a sacrifice, and he was obedient to what the Lord told him to do. And so the Lord pros prospered him and blessed his hands. And, um, and in Galatians 3.29, he says, And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so, um, when Jesus died on the cross, he took our curses and he gave us blessings. But we as Christians know that we also have to walk in obedience for the blessings. If the Lord blessed everyone who wasn't being obedient to his word, then why would they need him? 
why would they need to be obedient? And so <coughs> this next one is kind of lengthy. In Deuteronomy 28, he says, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands, and I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies. When they attack you, they will attack you from one direction, but he will scatter them, you, scatter them from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he has given you if you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. The Lord will establish you as his holy people as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in all of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give to you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time for his rich treasury in his heavens and will bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands of the Lord, your God, that I'm giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head, not the tail, and you will always be on top and never at the bottom. And so... Um, one more thing about that Dennis. I'm telling you, he's really blessed my life. So after I got the implants, um, I had to go back for the final check and say they're okay and you can, you know, get your crown on them. But when, I, when she called me on the phone, she goes, we're going to uh, open up your suture tomorrow and that's going to be $150. And I was like, okay, okay. You know, didn't tell me before, but I was like, all right. Um, so I get there, and uh, he does it, and uh, we're just chatting and talking, and you know me, I'm like, you want some eggs? Because I brought him some eggs. Look, he's, he's like a health fanatic. He works out, and, you know, he's, like, always, like, eating healthy. And so I was like, I brought you some eggs. And he was like, okay, good. And so I went and got the eggs, and I came back. Well, as I was going out, I asked the lady, I was like, well, do I need to do anything else? And she was like, no, you're good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go get his eggs. I'll be back. I went and got his eggs. I came back. And she goes, oh, I need you. And I'm like, okay, do I need to sign something? She was like, no. He says he's giving you your money back, so here's your money. And I'm like, wow, okay. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so... Um, that is uh, just one of many, you know, uh, there was a couple of court battles that I was going through that the Lord had gave me two scriptures, and he, I, I can't remember exactly because it's been a very long time, but he had, uh, one of them was, uh, one of them was in Isaiah and one was in Proverbs, and it kind of went together, and he said um, that he, you know, he basically was, going to show his hand in front of God in front of God and man I can't remember the exact scripture it was but 
um, he told me to trust him, and um, I went into there, and um, I won my court case after seven years. And um, and then there was another time I had a court battle, and um, the Lord had told me, did I not tell you? And it didn't have anything to do with the money, but it has to do with, you know, if you're obedient, he blesses you. He wants to bless you in your life. I mean, he, he's got all this stuff up there. He's just waiting for people to be obedient. He's like, if you would just do what I tell you to do, then I can pour this out. And uh, a lot of times, you know, it's we just stop our own blessing. And uh, there is uh, one last word that he gave me, but as I'm reading it, there's a couple of scriptures that I put in there. So um, the what this one was, that, uh, he starts out, he says, tithing allows me to bless you. Obedience allows me to bless you. Many are stuck in poverty because they rob me of tithes and offerings. And in Malachi 6, it says, don't store treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there are the desires of your heart will also be. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body when your eye is healthy. Your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is sorry, unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. And then he went on to say, he said, they cry out to me for financial help. But if they would just follow my instructions, they would have abundance. If I can't trust you with a little, then I can't trust you with a lot. My desire is to open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that they can't even contain it. I do not want my children in lack. I want to supply all their needs according to my riches and glory. Do, not give your ch do you not give your children good gifts? Would I not give more good gifts? Test me, does my word not say? Those with little faith and doubt stop the blessing in their life. If you do it on your own and in your own strength, then you have stopped my hand from moving. I use your givings to provide for those less fortunate that have evil rulers and keep them in bondage and enslaved. And in Proverbs it says, If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and he will repay you. And he says, am I not a God of plenty? Would your cup not runneth over? My desire is that there are no orphans or widows. And in Romans it says, for you see the believers in Macedonia and Achaia have eagerly taken up an offering for the poor among the believers in Jerusalem. They were glad to do this because they feel they owe a real debt to them since the Gentiles received the spiritual blessings of the good news from the believers in Jerusalem, they feel the least they can do in return is to help them financially. And then he says, because you give, I am able to bless you beyond measure. It allows me to give you life abundantly. So bring all your tithes into the storeroom and let me open up the windows and pour out a blessing on your life.